What's swinging nation? Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Fred Moore. This is the Steel Mace Nation podcast, the podcast that's about unconventional training, mainly the steel mace and everything it has to offer. But the podcast also taps into quite a few other things. You know, we talk about mindset, firefighting, um, issues with uh, health and diet. Also like to talk about regular weight training, deadlifts, squats. Um, I record in my uh, gym. My, my podcast studio and my gym are the same thing. And you can see some of the pieces behind me if you're watching on video. Um, that's part of my gym. The other part is outside. I like to train outside a lot. Um, so, yeah, uh, Steel Mace Nation podcast is all about that. And uh, today, the episode that we're doing, I wanted to speak with Naomi Garza, who is a traveling nurse here in the United States. And right now, she's, um, she's working in a hospital in Texas, and she lives in an RV with her, with her pets and her husband. And uh, I thought it was an interesting thing to hear about, this type of lifestyle that she lives, you know, she's able to see the country and um, work as a nurse. And she's very, very much into her career, um, as most nurses are. The nurse is definitely the backbone of the medical system. I don't care what anybody says. They're there for you more. They know a ton of stuff. Um, their empathy is endless and super smart and easy to talk to. Uh, they just seem to be able to connect with people so easily. And, um, you know, it was just great hearing what she has to say. And, and she also do, um, does holistic um, type of work with people. So on Instagram, she's the traveling holistic nurse. You can find her on Instagram, traveling holistic nurse. And she does Sunday nights, she tries to do around 6.30, she'll do uh, classes on Zoom. And we talk about all this, but she does these classes and she teaches people about holistic healing and aromatherapy and just ways to treat your body uh, nicely, naturally, before heading off to the doctor and going on medications and things like that. And that's something that we get into and I feel strongly about too. You know, don't leave any stone unturned um, before you just start taking medication. Are you doing everything else right first? You know, even if you're going to need that medication anyway, you might need less of a dose or something. Um, so, yeah, just you're going to learn all about it in, in the podcast and before we go um, and listen in. Just want to send a shout out to all the sponsors. Uh, please don't fast forward. Please check the sponsors out. They're all legit. They're not just some crappy products or stuff like that. Starting off with Addicts, Mace, and Clubs. American-made Addicts, Maces, and Clubs are adjustable. They're superior. The technology is awesome. Um, I love how the thread set screws in. You can change the weight pretty rapidly. Uh, the handle is unique. The pommel is unique on it. And uh, look, you know, if you want to swing heavy, you can. If you want to swing light, you can. If you want to do some flow, you can. 
and the clubs are awesome uh, for all the same reasons. And if you use the discount code FRED, F-R-E-D, when you go to adxclub.com and make your purchase, you get a discount. So jump in on that while supplies are lasting. Right now, people are buying up anything that they can use at home. I know uh, Don over at Adex has some pieces in stock. Um, he also has some cool shirts. So jump in on that, check it out. Also, our next sponsor is macefit.com. You can check out macefit.com and see what a certification looks like. And uh, if you use the discount code MACEFIT2020, when you buy a certification that you do online, I did one myself, and it's not difficult uh, to use the computer and learn. It's a challenging certification, as it should be. You learn a lot, and, and it does challenge you, but doing it online is not a problem. Uh, but here's what you get when you use the discount code. You get a call from Frank DeMeo, the guy who created the MaceFit program. Um, MaceFit is a unique workout system, and uh, you want to talk to Frank. He's a good guy. He's super knowledgeable about training. He's highly motivational. Like, he, he will inspire you. Inspires me all the time I talk to him. He's a great guy. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, when I talk to him, I think it's special, so I think you will too. So jump in on that. Also, you want to uh, check out VintageStrengthTraining.com and see what that's all about. I've had Valerie Pulaski on before, I think about three times now. She's a very dynamic lady who could train with kettlebells and mace and clubs. And uh, she's just really, really cool. And she has some great training programs over there. If you're getting bored of what you're working on at home, uh, this might be something you want to check out. So shoot over there, check out Vintage Strength Training and um, see what they got. Also want to say hello to Graziello Coffee Company. Use the discount code MACENATION15. You get a discount off of a delicious bag of roasted beans. Good coffee coming out of Brooklyn. Young man who is crushing it in life and everything else. He's following his passion. Uh, and also another great company is Ongo Energy. Um, a little bit more caffeine for you, but it comes in a pump spray. Three sprays, 75 milligrams of caffeine instantly. You use it for a pre-workout. You use it when you're ready to fall asleep on your car ride home. Um, something like that. You know, it does come in handy. I keep a bottle of it stashed in my gym bag. I got one in my locker at work. I use them all the time. Uh, so use the discount code STEELMACE. 25 for a 25% discount. And the underlying theme here, these are all good people running these businesses. They're not huge businesses. They're Americans. They care about their products. They care about their people. They care about their customers. You could get them on the phone. You could get them, you could DM them and they'll, they'll respond back like quick. Um, good customer service. They, they do this out of passion you got to check them out. I appreciate you guys for checking out the sponsors. And of course, I appreciate you guys listening. So thank you very much. Let's get to the podcast with Naomi.
Hello, Naomi. How are you? I am doing all right. I see you have uh, some ocean behind you. I guess that's not real, though, right? No, that's where I want to be in my head. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, that's always a good place to be, as long as you're in reality at the same time. It's was the vacation that um, I can have virtually, since you can't really travel very much right now. Right. <laughs> and But you travel a little bit because you are actually uh, the holistic traveling nurse, which um, I wanted to hear about what this job is that you have. Um, you had me on your podcast, um, like what, a month ago? And yeah. uh, it, it happened fast. We just kind of linked up on Instagram and said, hey, let's do a podcast. And you're like, yep, uh, let's do it. So, I, yeah, I want, I, I, we were talking a little bit about me, um, but I want to hear about what you do for a living. You actually travel um, and you nurse and you travel in an RV, which is really cool. I, I have a camper, so I know a little bit of what that's like. Um, it's fun and it's adventurous. So, um, first of all, yeah, uh, welcome to the show and tell us a little bit about what your job is. Sure. I still am a full-time nurse. Um, as a travel nurse, you get contracts and you can be in one area for two weeks, three months, six months, up to a year. Um, it's one way we decide to live in RV and travel is the kids are all out of a certain age. And so to get the kids not to move back in, you just got to move around so they can't find you. <laughs> there you go. So um, my kids are all out of the house um, and uh, we just have the dogs, if you hear dogs in the background. And on the side, I have my own podcast and kind of health coaching. Um, I'm a aromatherapist and I believe that uh, we should be taking care of our health naturally as much as possible, go back to nature. And that's kind of opposite what we see in our healthcare system still. But there are some great physicians out there that are educating the same thing, but they're just so rare compared to what's being done right now. And so I still work in the hospital care system. Um, my specialty is with the kidneys and um, taking care of acute kidney injuries or chronic kidney injury patients. Um, and then I educate on aromatherapy um, and then herbs and oils and everything holistic and um, things that we could be doing to move the needle and stay healthy right now. And that's so important because as we're recording this, it's July. You already had your craziness in uh, New York. Yes. The and yeah, back in April, it was, it was huge. Yeah, and then it's uh, because of wearing masks and being careful, it's, it's declined. Awesome, awesome. It, um, I'm in Texas, and it's just feel like we have almost the first real wave here right now of it. You think it's going to get worse before it gets better? Yeah, I think um, in a couple of weeks, I think it will get a little better here, I'm hoping. But I think, but then again, I have that same thought as we go into just the normal flu and cold season in September, October, things could be rough. Um, right. Your line of work and my line of work. So sure. It, there's a little dog in the background. <laughs> so you're traveling with brand new puppies? Yeah. Yeah. So yes, we had one dog that we've had for a long, long time, and I, we didn't get her. We tried to get her fixed at a not the best vet. Long story, but 
she ran off my fault with this little dog and oh, wait, got wait, herself that part one more time. knocked up. This is reporting. My husband's in the background. And so we he can, yeah, he can we be have, on the podcast some other time. Yeah. We have all these puppies in the RV. Um, and so it's fun to watch, but we're going to, you know, try to give some of them a good home, but yeah, we're traveling with all these. Well, we actually, that's one reason I did. I stayed put where I'm at right now because we have to deal with these puppies and I'm like, uh, six dogs and an RV yeah. <laughs> and travel. <laughs> well, was, you know, it's an adventure, right? Yeah, it's an adventure. Um, so how well, often do you, do you move from one hospital to another? Because I think when we did, when I was on your podcast, you, you were in a different state. No, still in Texas. Different hospital? Uh, nope, still same uh, hospital. Okay, I'm, I'm out of it. I don't know what happened. Yeah, okay. it, it, I, I, you know what? It's up to me sometimes. So it can be um, three months. It could be a year. It could be, um, I waited two months when we were in Pensacola. But it's one way to go and see the world um, and get the culturals. And I'm like, you love that fitness. I love yoga. I love going to other yoga studios and exploring the yoga studios. Plus all the different food in different areas is so much fun. Like the background of my, my background, that looks like the Gulf. If you ever go to the Gulf of Mexico, yeah, um, that's what the ocean's like. That's on the beaches that we went to from Mexico beach, which was destroyed by a hurricane. And then we went all the way up to Pensacola. So you um, became a nurse, and how long have you been a nurse for? Oh. Well, I've been in healthcare for over 15 years, and okay. uh, nursing, was it over, 15, over 10 or so. Okay. Um, so and I worked my way kind of in the, so I worked in the hospital as a CNA, unit clerk, EKG tech, ICU, a lot of ICU, and I've done all sorts of type of nursing, um, even did home health for a bit. That's the cool thing about um, in nursing, you have like many different areas. But the big thing that we do, and that's why I took my podcast, is we're educators. You know, we educate people on right. medication safety, on their diets, on their, on, you know, how to take care of their health. Sometimes physicians don't have the time when you go see your doctor. And a lot of them actually don't have barely nutrition classes. Yeah. It, some of them don't eat well themselves. And, they, it's hard to take any advice they have um, because you can see they don't eat well. But um, like you said earlier, they skip over anything holistic or natural and just go right to medicine, which in some cases, yeah, you got to go to medicine, but why skip the holistic approach? Even, even if it doesn't necessarily 100% treat something, what if it just lessened it so that when you go to the medical route, it requires less treatments, less drugs, or whatever. Um, no I feel like that's a major natural. piece that they're blowing away there. Yeah, so there's no, there's no patent anything natural. There's no patent. So big pharma, big food industry, they govern a lot of how the physicians are taught. And then they, it, it, there's no patent anything natural. And you, and it's just, it's super sad right now with uh, everything that's going on. People, um, don't understand that there are simple things they could do in shopping um, just to have healthier sources of food if they decrease their sugar. Sugar is inflammation in the body. I'm sure you agree as a yeah. 
Yeah. What you're gonna, I mean, the white sugar is in everything and it's so in inflammatory. It's just horrible for you. Do you use uh, sugar substitutes? I use stevia. Okay. That's good. In my coffee. I know you're probably a Dunkin' Donuts dude because um, it's all back east. It's, it's, it comes and goes. I've been doing a uh, large hazelnut with cream. Um, I don't know why for like a week now, but I, I see it starting to phase out and then I'm going back toward like good stuff, like good coffee. But good I also, coffee. what's that? Good Kona coffee. I like Kona. Kona is one of the best. And that's, um, I, I actually have a sponsor for this podcast called Graziella Coffee Company and he doesn't have Kona yet. And I've been saying to him, get Kona, get Kona. So hopefully they'll get that. Oh, yum. I mean, like yummy um, coffee is with some, if you do dairy, I, I can do dairy. Not everybody can do dairy. So maybe we'll just do coconut milk or like it black, but I like my cream and then stevia. Um, and I get organic stevia. So you don't get any other fillers. Yeah, chemicals and things like that. Yeah, I try to um, live a less chemical. I'm already exposed to so many. I, it's funny because I, you know, when you have to go through your yearly um, education, I did my yearly education um, trying to do it online and the OSHA training. And I'm like, gosh, I'm exposed to so many chemicals. And then if people really understood how many carcinogenic things are in some of our cleaners and you could literally clean your house um, naturally and healthierly than um, especially during right now everyone's been a clean freak and those harsh chemicals are a lot of them are carcinogenic right what are some other uh ways you handle your diet besides uh removing sugar and and chemicals i we mostly as possibly as low carb as less and i i'm a big component of gluten-free as long as you can do is gluten-free because gluten can be another inflammation yeah. Um, and gluten can start affecting you at any time in your life, right? Just because you've been not uh, having problems with it for 40 or 50 years, all of a sudden you can, right? Yeah, that's what, that, that's what I've seen. And it can be <clears throat> very inflammatory in the gut. What's um, some uh, symptoms of gluten in, uh, allergy or intoler intolerance? Um, bloating, irritable bowel. You can have just... A, you could have bloating in your gut, irritable. You could have, but it could also work in other areas. You could have inflammation or a headache. You don't even know what those are the things that literally could be connected to your diet. And so if you're suffering with a headache all the time, or if you wake up with joints that are not feeling so well, the inflammation is going to show up other areas in your body. If you is have it possible? Is it, is it possible to also get things like low blood sugar from being um, gluten intolerant? No, I don't think that that is a, the issue. I think the gluten – that um, is an insulin resistance and yeah. um, a pre-diabetic thing, which I think is uh, when we our brain is constantly um, needing sugar – and we've been just on a sugar cook and we've never actually been in, um, that's why I'm not a component of everybody being in keto, but having some time where your um, body will make ketones. Do you know your brain works better on ketones than it does sugar? Yes, I've heard that. So, but if you are constantly feeling like you always need a snack or you're hungry or you 
you get that high from eating and eating sugar, then you, you might be addicted to sugar and your brain might be constantly hitting, looking for that hit when it really is, needs ketones and it needs repairing. So how do you go about getting into ketosis? Fasting is the easiest way. For um, how long? That depends on the person. And I think when someone starts early trying to fast, they need to start small. Like in the morning, skip breakfast for a few hours, have your coffee with heavy cream, no sugar, and then increase that so that you can eventually, some people will need to do a 24-hour fast, but other people don't. But you're going to be able to make your body make ketones. Um, you can get endogenous ketones, but it's best to have your body and your liver make the ketones. And that's one of the best ways. I mean, have you seen all the, the, there's tons of people in the media that are like big fitness dudes that just love keto and they're feeling amazing and they do this huge workouts without, yeah. in a fasting state and feel amazing. I don't know if you fast when you work out, Fred, do you? No, um, I'm actually, I love eating carbs, but I um, try to eat the right carbs. I don't just you know, but I do sometimes like to smash a bagel and things like that. But the thing with me is that I would, for as far as a weightlifting is concerned, I would be considered a hard gainer. And a guy like me, I, I need a lot of calories just to keep my muscle mass up. And I always noticed when I started to um, disengage from, from any carbs and cut them back, you know, springtime's coming, I'm going to, you know, cut back on carbs, I would, I would start to notice – uh, my my arms would start to look a little smaller and everything like that, and I'm always training hard to get the opposite effect. So that's a tough thing to deal with. But I did take advantage of a uh, fasting diet once. It was uh, done by this company Isogenics, and yep. they they make really good shakes and stuff. I use them all the time. And if you go with their fasting program, they it's I don't think it's like a true fast because they have you consume something every like two hours i think it was and sometimes uh they're like these malt dextrin tabs like they look like a giant horse pill and it's just enough to kind of keep you going but what i noticed was by three o'clock four o'clock in the afternoon i wasn't even hungry anymore and i felt awesome people came over to house and they were barbecuing and all i was doing was just drinking water and they're like how do you sit there and not eat? i'm like i have no idea how i'm doing this and it lasted one day, though. The next day, I just smashed a huge breakfast and everything. So I could see the benefits, but it's um, for somebody like me, I'm going to need a little bit more discipline to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And each person needs to know um, what they need to be doing for their body. And, and at least you can know that you can eat carbs and not feel like um, you're not doing any harm and you don't feel that wave of emotions or feel addicted to the carbs. Um, so, and it's, it's about, yeah, you're right. Well, if you're going to eat carbs, some healthier carbs, things are going to break down slower and not become, so hit you with at once with all that glucose. Um, right. So, you know, no donuts or pastries to right. live in. And um, those are, and I could imagine the fire, the firehouse, everybody has different types of, you know, it's diets no holds barred in the firehouse it's ridiculous i mean the 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 meals are straight up solid meals but they just make a ton of it and it's so good you, you eat too much but 
all throughout the day. There's something around donuts, bagels. Usually guys don't even bring them in. I don't know where they come from. People drop them off or something, like from the neighborhood. Here, here's some donuts. And, yeah, they get all, they get smashed. But um, I, I partake sometimes, you know, especially when it's a rough shift. You take to cooks? What's that? In the firehouse? Who, who, is there a rotating person who loves to cook in the firehouse? We got, yeah, my firehouse, we have two companies. So there's, there's some people that throw down in there. But uh, one of the guys in my company, he's our main cook. Um, and, they, yeah, no, they make great food. It's, it's, it's solid. But the same problems that you're talking about, I know they happen for nurses, too. There's the, the bagels and the, and the donuts sitting on the desk. You're in a rush. You've been working a lot. You, you, you keep looking at the donut, and you're like, you know what? I need something. I, I don't have time. I got to, you know, and then you, you make that excuse, right? And then you dive in, and then you eat one. Maybe you eat two. Why not? I, well, let me eat three now. I already went that far. Yeah, exactly. Actually, when the pandemic stuff was happening, people were um, bringing all sorts of good food to our hospital, and we weren't overwhelmed as our hospital system is now, and they're not bringing any food. So, And then they really almost don't want you to leave the floor. If you're taking care of like COVID patients, you're getting to look like you shouldn't be leaving that your floor. Your floor, you should be staying on your floor. You should not be leaving your floor. I mean, unless you change your clothes, do this, do that. Um, so it's a point to like, it is a point to like bringing your own healthy choices so that you don't feel the need to indulge on something else. And when you switch out of that, like sugar burn, a piece of fruit is freaking amazing. I mean, we've been eating cherries and um, fresh berries and they are so good. They're like, won't that knock you out of ketosis though? No, it depends on if you're trying to stay in ketosis. Um, it, it depends on berries are okay at a little bit, especially if you do with some heavy cream. Okay, yeah, fat, yes, you can do it that way. But if you were just eating a whole bunch at once, yeah, you might. But you might, if you've been like going in and out of ketosis, you might right go back into it if you um eat the right proper foods for that. Yeah, I don't think everyone, but there are some people that do better. I mean, people that have like chronic headaches and um, they could probably do better if they tried a keto diet, you know, it might help with their headaches. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've heard that. Yeah. There's, there's, like you said, there's people, um, extreme athletes who thrive on it, thrive. And, oh. and then I've also heard, you know, after 18 months, it, it doesn't work anymore. And then they go back to eating, you know, some carbs and then they feel better. And, uh, it's same thing with vegetarians. They, they're, they're thriving as a vegetarian. But then they start noticing after 18, 24 months, hey, this isn't working too, more, too much. And then they start adding maybe dairy or, or eggs or fish in. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's like, you know, so, so the body is always changing. That's the other thing, too. You, you create, you know, your pattern of change and say, hey, I'm going to eat like this. And it works. But while that's doing that, your body's also still changing. You're getting older. There's stress, all kinds of factors that play in. And maybe that diet doesn't hit 100% after a while. How, how long have you actually been doing keto for? I don't. Um, I probably cycle in and out of ketosis. Um, okay. I don't stay in hardcore keto. There's All no right. way. Yeah. So I don't. But I believe that there are people that should. Um, and that I've done it and we've done it and stayed in it for a few months. Um, but right now, just because of the inflammation and the – I the 
things going on right now, keeping your carbs really low is going to also decrease the inflammation in your body. Um, and having good healthy fats. If you know, I feel like I want to put a sticky note, like on the canola oil section and the vegetable oil. It's so bad for you. And if every oh, yeah. restaurant fries in that, and when they back what used to fry in lard, that's better. Lard is healthier for you than those those inflammatory fats. Yeah, I was just uh, cooking my eggs with butter, and um, it tastes good. I I eat mixture of egg whites and whole eggs. I love fats. I love fats. Um, you know, monosaturated or a little bit of saturated uh, coconut oil. Um, it's great. And so yeah, I could see myself doing well on keto actually because fats are are great too. Um, but yeah, that's that's um, that's an important thing. You got to have the fats in your diet. And you did mention prior to us hitting record um, something about back in the day when they were promoting the low fat diet, how horrible that actually was. Yeah, it really is. It, it, they still promote it. It's not gone away. They promote the um, low fat diet and the low fat diet is full of those um, inflammatory type of fats. Like I said, the vegetable oil, the canola oil and the soybean oil, the, the three. Olive oil, you need to um, really do your research to make sure you're buying what's it's 100% olive oil when you buy your olive oils. That the more expensive the brands, the more the less that they're not indoctrinated with something else. And you're right, I do coconut oil, avocado oil is super good for you. You can do avocado mayonnaise because the mayonnaise is full of the wrong kind of fats. We got a jar of that. Um, I think it tastes better. It does. It does taste good. Yeah. Uh, it, to me, it tastes really good. I mean, you can, and then I mean, I eat my bacon and use a bacon grease um, to cook with. I mean, get some good old bacon grease. Matter of fact, they're selling duck fats for all those keto people. I've not had the duck fat, but I do get the clarified butter and it's oh, yeah. got full, more nutrients in it. And it, man, it tastes good. Yeah, that's I, the problem with that is I could eat the whole jar, I just put way too much on. Um, oh, it's good, right? Yeah, but I mean that's that if you're if you ask me that is like a perfect fat right there, um, clarified butter because they do clarify it. They take the saturated fat out of it, and it's this nice creamy textured, um, which which is also called ghee, and it comes from India. And ghee is it, they eat it all the time, um, and they believe in getting out in sunlight and getting a lot of vitamin D, riding their bikes and then eating their ghee. And that creates um, energy for their mitochondria. Yep. Which it seems like you're a little hyper dude. You have um, really good working mitochondria in you. <laughs> Sometimes. Your Instagram, you, you, um, your workouts are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes, you know, they're just short little clips uh, and that's it. But yeah, sometimes I do, you know, take, take those clips out of bigger workouts so I'm always trying to record full-length workouts and, and put them out and everything. So, um, yeah, you should get yourself a steel mace because you guys could travel with them. And since you like yoga, um, there is steel mace yoga or even just any of your typical steel mace flow is, is kind of yoga-ish. And you could get like a 10-pound mace. And, you know, you guys travel anyway, so it's good to have a weapon with you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, well, you're you're probably carrying guns, so that's uh -huh. no okay. Yeah. With my little chihuahua is a, or my terrier is my weapon. Oh, oh okay. Well, you better it, get some mace you know then. It's funny because you say that because you're like you'll stay in like a rest stop or gas station in your RV, and it is a little like okay, so. We lock the door and hopefully no weird person comes knocking or tries to get in. <laughs> oh, the road gets weird. Yes. Or animals, actually. My fear is like if we were like up in, I want to go to um, Yosemite or if we were up closer in Colorado or Wyoming where I've been out tent camping and that's where I wanted a gun because I the bears are out. Yes. Um, the the wild animals it's you know my the my my brother having a, a gun on him when he goes camping has saved his life he's had a bear in his campground yeah was that in yosemite no colorado oh yeah so was it a a, a grizzly or was it um a, a black bear or a brown bear, bear? yeah brown bear a brown bear okay right. that's that's not yeah black bears are no we have them here in new jersey but Brown bears, they're, they could be dangerous. I was in Montana years ago for three weeks camping up in the mountains, and um, people were carrying 45s, you know, because it was that, that time of the year, and you need a 45 in case you get attacked by a bear. And here I was with my friend with, with none, and we got all this food with us. <laughs> like, we're done, man. We're done. And, you know, they're out there. There's a lot of bears out there. Oh, I have the best story. Okay, so I decided to take my girls. My I have one child that's in college in Wyoming, and Laramie is a little um, town. That's all that is is the University of Wyoming is right there. But it's up, the Rocky Mountains are still kind of right up there. And we took them to this campground, which had no cell phone service. And it was actually during the week, not during the weekend. And so there was barely anybody in the campground. And we were just chilling, and it was just me and my two girls. I did not have any kind of weapon with me and we were chilling around the campground. I'm like having a glass of wine and a cub comes running by us. I mean, 15 feet from us. And if there's a cub, where's mama? We all just go yeah. in the car and we're like, uh, we didn't spend the night here tonight. We're going to be, uh, somebody's snack. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely a, a thing you got to look out for. Um, and, and mountain biking too. We were mountain biking and, the guy was like, you got to make a lot of noise when you're mountain biking, because if you come around a bend and the bear doesn't hear you coming, it's going to kill you. And I'm like, oh, what? So he's yelling, yo, bear, we're coming, bear. And I'm just going around the bend real slow, not even enjoying my ride. <laughs> you're scared. Like, I would have a, there was that video that went viral, that guy's being chased by a bear. And it was like out on a mountain bike. And he is literally being chased by that bear. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, no joke. And they've gotten into people's cars in Colorado. They've had a whole bunch of them, like, in the mountains. Or, you know, it's funny because the Subaru is what I drive. And that is, like, the one of the nation cars of Colorado. Where yeah. I'm from. And they have gotten in and just shredded the cars. They get in the car and almost can't get out of the car. And they just destroy it. Yeah. Um. So, like, people getting in. And I'm like, I'm going to think, like, they could get into RV. I'm like, if they wanted to, they probably could. I'm like, so you think about that if you're living in an RV and you're traveling in areas where if you're going to boondock or spend a few nights just out in the middle of nowhere, you got to be careful of possible 
animals too. We lived, we stayed in Massachusetts for a while. So we were up, up north and we would have wild turkeys. We'd have a lot of crazy stuff. It's so beautiful. Oh yeah. Um, by a lake and other animals that were out and about. I didn't feel like anything was going to be attacking. I was probably more scared of a skunk or. Yeah. Something. Yeah. They might have some bear up there, but that's, it's not, it's not like the Rockies. No, it's not like the Rockies or like up anywhere up in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, but that's the thing that it, you know what, you have to like decide that you're going to live your dream and, um, face the fears and just go for it. And that's kind of what we did. You know, we're not the best RVers. We, we've made, uh, major mistakes. This is our fourth RV. <laughs> what kind of mistakes did you make? So, um, it, did one of those RVs go off a cliff somewhere? <laughs> no, but our brand new one, we didn't know what we we're doing, especially when you have a tall rig. And it's funny because you're talking about, you know, driving I-90 and getting through the Washington Bridge and it was like two in the morning. We didn't want to deal with that traffic. And we got into Connecticut and we're trying to find a place to stay. He didn't see the sign. And I was uh, behind him. Oh, I was covered behind trees. And he went under a bridge that was too low and gave us our RVA sunroof. So that's that scary. That didn't work out so well. Yeah, yeah. You have um, crazy roads up north. Um, as you know, that there's a lot of them you can't drive on a certain rig that is so big. There are certain streets yeah. and roads you can't be on. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's no, in, in the town where I'm a, 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 on the fire department, there's a lot of low bridges. And nowadays there's these big 18 wheelers out there. Happens all the time. They, and they jack them up. They. You get there, and the whole thing looks like it was open with a can opener. And there's a guy standing there, all pissed off, you know, calling his boss, holding, holding his uh, M M MSDS charts, you know. Uh, and it's like, all right, you know, we'll get you out of here. Just hang out. Yeah, we learned that the absolute hard way. And then we kind of had um, a couple other ones that we stayed in that we bought used that weren't the greatest, and. Um, and now we've been in this one for a couple of years and this is a Cedar Creek. And then you learn just all the little things that's so different than owning a home um, to the, like right now we are in the desert of heat. So we had to buy those things for the windows to make it cooler because it was 110 degrees last yeah. year. And an RV is not going to cool as well as it is the houses with the ACs. And so we've had to be creative with, you know, keeping the sun out of these big windows and keeping things cool. Yeah. So, but it's also, it's easier to travel that way because you just, you know, you're tired. Like we said, we've stayed in rest stops, gas stations. Um, we're like, okay, we're like making sure we can back up our rig here and um, stay wherever. And then we, when we lived in Florida, we had to evacuate the hurricanes and, so it's kind of cool because we've gotten to see so many different cool states. Um, and then I still get to work in the healthcare system. And then on the side, I teach and do Zoom classes and I meet with people one-on-one -on -one and help them change their lives. I have tons of people messaging me right now just about keeping their immune system strong and things that they could be doing and protocols that they could be on. And um, I'm on a whole bunch of supplements just to keep my immune system strong. That's what your Zoom classes are for, to uh, help people make uh, holistic health choices? 
Yes. Yes. I did one um, last night. I did a Zoom class and well, that wasn't a basic and essential oil class. So they're just ba the basics of understanding what essential oils are. And then I will do ones on mood management, immune system, gut health. Um, you name it. If somebody has an issues, we can do a tailored class to that or meet with people one-on-one, -on -one. even just Zoom. Um, I have people I've met outside the U.S. Uh, in Iceland, the Philippines. I've had people reach out to me with other countries. Are, are these classes that people pay for? No, some of them are free. Oh, uh, okay. And how do people uh, make that connection with you so they could jump in on a Zoom class? Um, email. Um, just a holistic travel nurse at gmail.com or people send me um, messages on um, Instagram and my DM. But I get emails pretty consistently right now, um, and people ask me questions about an herb or a supplement or um, a medication and, or anything like that. So, and I just, and it's me personally answering them back. I sometimes have assistants help me with other things on my social media, but it's usually me. So it can take a couple days sometimes for me to answer back. Yeah, especially since you're running away from nature and wildlife all the time. <laughs> or just the city life, you know, or whatever. I mean, it's cool to be in different areas. And, and we were just saying that um, we've gotten to be, before, we're so glad that we've gotten to experience and do all this because with all the things that have happened, I mean, up north where you're at, it's so beautiful. We loved, um, we loved Newport, Rhode Island. We loved. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. You've been there. Took the camper there and we camped on the beach up that way. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's, it's awesome. It's so beautiful. The water is just sparkling clean up there. Yes. Uh, d down here in Jersey, um, we're south of New York, and sometimes we get a little little debris yeah. coming down. <laughs> yeah. Not that bad, but uh, sometimes it can be. But up there, I was like, man, I, if, if it didn't have salt in it, I would have been drinking it. Oh, it's beautiful. And the same thing, you go up the coast. Um, and, and to New Hampshire, and well, we did Cape Cod. Of course, we had to go to see um, Martha's Vineyard, my husband wanted to see, because part of Jaws was filmed there. Yeah. Um, that's a fun place. And then Beautiful. We all the way up Maine. Yeah, all the way to Bar Harbor, if you know where that is. Yeah, yeah. At the East Coast is fantastic. I mean, uh, the, the, the Northeast is Mom, actually going down to Virginia too. It's going, you know, the history is old. It's going all the way yeah. back to the colonial days and, and before that. Yep. So there's a lot of history to see there, cool old churches and things like that. And the coastline is beautiful. Yeah. Virginia Beach. We lived in Virginia Beach. We lived in North Carolina, South Carolina, um, Georgia, Savannah. You got to get to Savannah. Savannah is such an interesting yeah. historical area. Very so, pretty. Do you also get to interact with your, with your uh, holistic healing customers uh, personally as you travel? Oh, yeah. Through? yeah. Okay. How, how does that, how does that uh, turn out? Um, how does that happen? Like people just know you're in the area and they come meet you? Or? No, most of the time it's um, a lot of the coworkers that I work with that I end up educating and helping. Um, so a lot of the nurses are people in the healthcare field. And um, I have friends now and customers that are from – all the different places I've traveled. <laughs> what would be the biggest surprise that 
when you help people, what's, what's one of the biggest surprises that pops up often? Um, is it like gut health or is it something, um, diet? Um, you know what? There's, there's so many different things of it. Uh, mood management is big right now because of the high intense stress. And so helping mood management is really big in our healthcare field with helping our, um, fellow coworkers, you know, with their balancing their stress because stress is so detrimental to the body. And that's why exercise is so good. That's why doing things is so good to manage your stress correctly. And so there are ways to help with that, especially in a 12 hour shift, you know, yeah. that we do. And then, uh, I have just seen people, um, have overall better health that were struggling with certain areas. I had friends that wanted to lower their blood pressure. That was helpful. Help with weight loss, another helpful. Um, deal with chronic um, discomforts in their body that they were able to manage, which is pretty cool. I mean, you just don't know. There's so many different... One friend I got to help um, was trying to get pregnant and had a lot of miscarriages and now has a baby. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now that's, see, this is one of those things where somebody's going through that problem and they think, well, let me just go to the doctor and, well, maybe the doctor puts them on fertility drugs, things like that. Maybe it helps, but you're skipping one thing here and it sounds a lot easier, sounds a lot safer, sounds a lot cheaper. Um, so, so yeah, that's awesome. Yes, yeah, pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Definitely. I mean, um, it's, it's very cool. And then I have customers. The cool thing is, it's like a customer will reach out to me and ask me questions and it, it's me that answers back and I can give them guidance and help. And, um, it's really kind of, it's, it's, you feel empowered that you're empowering other people too, that they can make these simple choices and feel amazing, um, with their health. Yeah. What does aromatherapy, uh, do? as far as helping people? Oh my goodness. I have like textbooks next to me. Um, there are so many incredible things. These chemical constituents um, are mother's nature. So when you go out in nature and you're smelling all those aromas, you're getting the essential oils and the aromatherapy as you're going and just walking in the woods. That's what you're smelling. Um, but those actually work synergistically with your body. So so funny, during the pandemic, if you want to go back through history and Bible history, um, uh, one of the old essential oils that has been around forever, frankincense, was used as a resin and burnt in like synagogues or in rituals, but they also used it to clear, um, to stop the spread of a big, huge pandemic that was going on in the Bible age. And that's just in documentary in the Bible. Frankincense. Frankincense. Okay. Um, and so there also been studied, and so from European studies to studies currently, and so there are a lot of hospitals that have been diffusing certain oils just for emotional support, um, and they will help purify the air some more. So there's a lot of hospitals that are doing that which is really cool. That's what we do for our emotional support and to make it smell good in here because a lot of artificial fragrances are full of phthalates, which are chemicals that can be carcinogenic in your body. Right. 
So if you do artificial fragrances, you know, like your doesn't mean you always don't like the smells. I mean, who doesn't like the Yankee candles, but a lot of them are the, those are, your body doesn't know what to do with those chemicals. <clears throat> These chemicals from nature, your body knows what to do with them. It knows exactly where to go. And they work with homeostasis in your body, restoring balance. That's what they want to do. I, I notice um, I'm very attracted to mint. Um, we, we actually have mint grown outside. I like mojitos. Um, but like, I like smelling it and I, and I have a bottle of a mint oil that you're supposed to put on your temples and that's supposed to relax you or something. What, what is it? What's so special about mint and why am I so attracted to it? Well, it's got a lot of menthol in it. And so it is clearing the, the pathways of, and so there's multiple uses on your body. But a careful if you're using the essential oil and it's not a good brand and it's not exactly what it says it is in the bottle, but you want to be careful around your eyes. The menthol is kind of powerful around the eyes. Yeah. So I'd say if you are using it behind the ears or you can put a drop on and then inhale it to open up your airways that way. But it's also incredible for the mood. Do you know it actually helps with focus? So if you were to just diffuse peppermint or spearmint, one of those mint families, they actually help with focus. So if you have children or yourself and you're trying to focus on a task, that's one of them you can use that will help with focus. And what does la la uh, lavender do? That makes you, that's something good for at night, right? To help you fall asleep? Well, yeah, but there are people that actually have the opposite reaction with lavender and they will get um, hyper. But no those kidding. are the yeah, those are the same people that have the same, like Benadryl makes them hyper and not sleepy. Those same type of people. Okay. Um, but lavender, yes, it's calming to the body. I have used it on my patients just for uh, relaxation. And I had someone that was so anxious, they were shaking. And I just literally, a dose is one to two drops and one drop on the wrist and he was calm. Um, it also is so great for your skin. If you um, have any skin issues, it's very gentle on the skin and it's very good for your skin. So it's very safe around the face. It's also very one that's safe for your pets. Is it, I noticed like um, when my daughter was young, we would, we would buy soap that had lavender in it and you put it on before bed and everything. But that would be more of a fake lavender. Yeah, it probably could be an artificial one made in the lab. Like, you know, you go to your perfumes and there are a lot of them. Yeah. This would be where they would actually get them from the plants. But if you're made in a lab, just like if your medications or other things that are, or your food is more from a chemical standpoint, not close to nature, same thing. You, you may have interaction with all those chemicals that are those dyes that are in foods, all those ingredients that you can't read on the label, but it's something more closer to nature, your body knows what to do with that and knows where to use that compound um, in restoring your balance. And it's also very gentle in your body. They're not harsh. Right. Um, as we have to be careful, you should know, we know um, medications are great, but they can be toxic. There's a toxic point where they can literally kill you some. Um, you can overdo it with some essential oils too. You have to be careful, but none of them have actually caused death. <laughs> good. <laughs> now you said mint is good for focus. So that would be something great for if you're maybe working out, you 
mm-hmm. you release some mint smell in your in your area you're training in. Um, is there anything else that's good for focus besides mint? Oh yeah, there's a few blends that work well with focusing. We have some uh, um, bowler balls that really just do help with uh, keeping you geared in task. A mint also goes well with your citrus oils. So, and then working out, I love them in the gym or in the yoga. I put oils on my chest and on my hands and on my mat. One, so I have that time totally focused on my, my mind chills out. And the other, I am, they open up the mint, like you said, will help open up the airways so that you're breathing better. You're getting more oxygen to those muscles and um, that's what you want during exercise. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I feel like um, if you're a mace practitioner or somebody who likes to do like serious flows where it's a lot of complicated sequences and, and moves, uh, something to help you focus is, and, and breathe better it w- would be awesome. I, I, I think I'm going to try that out. Yeah, try some peppermint. It's tingling on the um, skin, but you can dilute it with a fraction of coconut oil or a lotion and put it on your chest. Or you can put a drop on your clothing if you have a clothing in and have it that way where you're breathing it in more um, so that it's helpful. I mean, I know there are people that put oils on their chest before working out because it will help with their breathing. And um, I've done that in the hot yoga classes. If you've ever been to a hot yoga class and you're like, <gasps> It's just so intense. Um, some of them are over 90 degrees. <clears throat> I would put um, a, a blend of ones on my chest so I would just breathe better during that hot yoga class. But you yeah. need to be careful because some of them are really intense on the skin. And when, you, when you're out in heat, your pores are more open so things get absorbed. Yeah. Quicker and you get a little more of a sensation. But peppermint is also cooling to the body. So I tell people if they're out hot and they have a good peppermint essential oil, the one I use, you can put it on the back of your neck and you're going to find that it's chilling to the body. Oh, okay. And you'll notice you feel cooler. Yeah. And if you want to talk about concentration, you're growing mint. It will grow everywhere. But compare that little mint <clears throat> plant that you just take a little bit, put it in some, um, in a cup. But if you were to get a drop out of the essential oil, that is like 28 cups. Oh, wow. So that's the potency. Okay. But you need that to really get that, that effect. Your body, yeah, it will um, give you that effect. You can do even a half a drop, though, in some situations. And, and how do you do a half a drop? Um, you, you just drip it on you. But is it, you could also put so, it in a diffuser, right? Yeah, a diffuser, or you could add it with a – so if you're dealing with a child – um, you want to be careful with some of the children, especially the age of nine. And we do the bottom of the feet, which is a really, your body, you put it on the bottom of your feet within 20 minutes, those compounds are going to be all over your body. And safe because you can put anything that is on your bottom of your foot and it's not going to be harsh on the skin, thicker skin. And so you want, if you put it anywhere else, you want to be careful. And that's why we say dilution is actually with a, um, the MTC oil, liquid, you know, a liquid coconut oil, it's going to be a little lot intense on the skin. I have a peppermint next to me and I literally, for focus or something, I could put a drop and just put a little on my hand like that, add some lotion if you need to, and then you can literally just for focus and waking you up, just inhaling it. Right. And I've had to do that when I'm driving home. Um, 
after working a very, very long day and you're extremely tired, that's one good thing to do to kind of wake you up and keep you awake and focused while you're tired and driving. Yeah, that's, that's a big one, especially for me. I talk about this all the time on a podcast about driving home after my shift. And I mean, there's been times where I'm, I'm driving and all of a sudden I, I'm, I swear somebody shot me with a tranquilizer door. It happens that fast. And yeah. I'm just, my head's doing this. And I'm like, I got to get to the rest stop, pull over. And then I pass out in the, in the truck for five, 10, 15 minutes. I wake up, my neck is hurting me and I feel yep. crappy. Um, and, and right, yeah, right. You, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta try something, a stimulus that other than sometimes caffeine's just not going to do it. Um, because you already took a lot of it. Right. And <laughs> It's just bottomed out at that point. Well, yeah, and your body is just like, I have, I, I was funny, I was working, um, I've had to take call with my job, and so I've worked 20-hour shift once, and which was ridiculous, and you're just, you're dead tired, and you shouldn't be driving at the, those points, you just nope. sleep in your car if you can, but if you're so tired, um, try the peppermint um, and the citrus oil, they're really going to keep you kind of focused and alert with, um, in the car, it's even more intense, and it kind of wakes you up a little bit so that you're a little more focused when you're, especially if it's a longer drive. I mean, it's, that's tough. And it's, yeah. and those cause accidents, as you know, firemen, I mean, like you have to be so safe on the road. Absolutely. People don't realize that driving tired is almost like driving drunk. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You, you, it, it happens that fast. You, you don't play around with that. I've been lucky before. Uh, and, unfortunately some guys haven't um you know they've crashed you know not you know they were okay their car wasn't uh, could have been worse but um it's a serious thing so yeah. that that's that's a that's a big thing so it looks like aromatherapy could be used for just about everything like help you with your diet help you sleep um wake up go to sleep oh, yeah. whatever good for your stomach we didn't even get to that oh okay tell us your belly for upset stomach and actually i've helped people with nausea just inhaling it, I had a patient that was in tears because his nausea, he was on every nausea medication and it didn't help him, but I had him breathe in some peppermint and he goes, this is the first time in two weeks my nausea has been gone. Okay. So peppermint's good for that too. Yeah. Wow. And so it's really powerful that one little drop can really help someone um, feel better. What's your like top moving, um, oil is it peppermint or is a combination or if you're working at there's a blend called breathe that one is one of my tops for get up and moving and then there's a blend called um, motivate which i put on um it's in a roller i put it on through the day that it just kind of keeps me in my motivated upbeat and it helps with my mood wow me lifted that's, that's we need that right now because it's been so emotional. There are people at work that I put it on that are just um, so emotional. I mean, it's hard on us right now in the healthcare system that, um, especially because we're treating people so differently than we ever have, or we're not spending the time in the room. They're like, don't spend that much time with the, if the patient is positive for COVID, don't go in the room and spend that much time with them. And then the ones, we had one that was hospice, or I had one that told me um, she didn't want to die and she died the next day and so it, and they have to die alone if they do this process they, I mean it's so different we're doing such different nursing care than we ever had and so our emotions are a lot more intensified and yeah. we need to be doing something to keeping those 
intact and and helping us deal with those things that we see and deal with on a daily basis. Yes, definitely. So when are you doing your next Zoom class um, for Sunday, your- Sunday evenings, I like to do them um, 6.30 Central Standard Time. Okay, so that's a regular thing, usually Sundays yeah. at 6.30, okay. So people can go to your Instagram, Traveling Holistic Nurse. And then DM me. Yeah. DM you. But your podcast is, is how, do, how do people find your podcast? It's everywhere almost now. I just submitted it to Pandora, which is so cool. Ooh, I got to do that. But what's, yeah, your, I, what's your main host? Where, do, where is your actual? I, most people go to iTunes. People a lot on iTunes. And then I um, host with Podbean. So Podbean, oh, okay. so you can get that app. Or, yeah. um, but when you go and look, I see a lot of people with iTunes. And then yep. I'm learning how to get it submitted more to other places, you know? Yeah. I'm sure are, you, are you on Spotify? Yeah, yeah. I'm on Spotify. Yeah. That's right. Spotify yeah, on- is very good. And I always kind of push that. Um, but what I actually use for my own podcast listening, I, I have an aggregate app. It's called An- AntennaPod. And the reason why I use that is because I could go and I could pull – what I just search, I search the podcast and I pull it into the app and then it keeps all of my, it's like a library and it keeps all of my podcasts wherever they're sitting. They're right there in front of me. That's how I pull them in. But I I've listened to other people's podcasts directly, directly from Spotify. So, um, are, are you on iTunes too? Yeah. 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 Okay. And are you on YouTube? Yes. Okay, so you have a uh, YouTube, all right, and um, and so we, now the episode I did with you on your podcast is it's everywhere. Okay, it's gonna be out real soon. So I like to do the same thing where I schedule them, and so they, I have them. I'm you know, a few weeks before they come out. Yeah, and so it's um, gives me time to put the bio. I don't like to put all the show notes in my bio. I don't read anybody else's, so I don't do that. Yeah. I want to put other stuff into what I'm writing on the bottom um, and be thoughtful. And then I schedule it out so I'm not feeling like I have a whole bunch of work to do. Yeah. Um, and then I, get, I do. I get people that will reach out. I mean, it's really cool when it's someone in from another country, even a different language, and it tra- everything translates nowadays. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's so. it's – it's easy nowadays. It's, and it's, it's great to be able to take advantage of that. Um, yeah. And this is how we're going to be communicating with a lot of people anyways. Family too. Get used to it. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, it's amazing. I, I mean, you, you know, you want to find somebody that can help you. And part of that is finding somebody that you could relate to. Um, yeah. You might have somebody in your neighborhood. It, there's a sign on the wall and it says holistic nurse or holistic care. Um, yeah. You go in and you talk to that individual, but you just kind of, eh, I don't know, it's not doing it for me. You don't get that relatable kind of feeling. And here with technology, you could be in Texas and somebody could be in Iceland and they just feel like they could talk to you. They could open up to you. There's a flow with your conversation. Yeah. You're ab- they're able to get their point across to you and you're able to understand it faster and get to the heart of the problem faster. So why are you going to go down the street to the guy that doesn't get you when they could, they could hook up with you or whatever. So that's, what's great about the technology. We can find each other. Like it's like needles in a haystack all finding each other. And that's, that's what's happened with Mace because 
mace isn't the hugest fitness modality in the world. Um, and if it wasn't for technology, we wouldn't even know about each other. But because we're on the internet, it's like, hey, I'm going to hook up with them. So that, that's the same um, concept. So oh, yeah. If I was in Jersey, I would so try to work out with me and just teach me something just for the fun of it. Well, I recommend, um, you, you, well, you know what you could do? You could do, you don't need a mace, actually, to start off with. We could do a Zoom call. Um, we could do it without anything. You just go through the physical movements, but you could hold a broomstick, a piece of PVC. Um, you got to have a sledgehammer on your RV somewhere. <laughs> you got to have a sledgehammer. If you got a sledgehammer, you could use that. Um, a stick, go, go out in the, in the woods and find a stick and, and just like, hey, Fred, I'm ready to go. We'll, we'll totally hook it up if you want to do it. No problem. That'd be kind of fun. I mean, it's like, well, I've been not been going to my yoga classes, so I have to do them virtually at home with dogs climbing on me. So it's um, obstacle course right now. Yeah, right. That, well, that's a thing, right? Uh, there's like yoga with goats, yoga with kittens, right? <laughs> Did you ever see that? Yoga with goats? They're, they're, they're walking on people. Their little hooves are like... like. Well, I guess a back massage if you were going to sit in plank for a long time and be tortured. Yeah, I, I would be okay with that, but I just don't trust the goat on top of me. You know, they, they go to the bathroom. When eating your shirt off of you. <laughs> <laughs> right. They eat everything. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to do it away from the dog sometimes, too. They, they, I've tried to do it outside more, too, and I have done it outside, of my neighbors are probably looking at me. But it, it is total hot yoga. It's super bright here, too. And so it's like, man, it's, it's a sweat workout but i feel better when i can get to um some kind of workout yeah and you feel better when you move your body yes absolutely yeah and i and and it's good for nurses too um a lot of lower back injuries you know yep. lifting patients and stuff and then that that could lead to a whole series of traumatic events from there on out so yep. staying ahead of the game staying fit being able to to know how to move your body especially when you're lifting somebody so that's all good stuff, and, and that's, that's good that you're doing it. Yeah, I mean, don't you feel like after you left a workout, you, like, you, you left your um, tension that you, had, you walked in with or whatever, you left it there, you yes. know? You, it just, like, went out of your body. You released that negative whatever energy you had out of your body during that yeah. workout. Uh, sometimes what constitutes as a good workout is not necessarily, like, the pump or the – you know how sore you feel it's were you able to detach from everything and just focus and usually that that good solid workout that's challenging enough detaches you it, it's it's a way to make you shut off your brain and say all right i gotta focus on this one thing and you're not thinking about all the stress the, the pain the bills you know um feeding the puppies whatever you got going on yeah it's it's um it, that's that's one of the biggest things and oh, i get yeah. i do and i like the challenge sometimes too i mean i've gone to a yoga class and i feel like i'm not advanced to do some of the poses but i was like it's so psychological and so i try to get out of my mindset that i can't do it and i just go for it <clears throat> hey if I, and their their balance poses are so good and if i fall over then i fall over i might say a cuss word in the back of the class but um I uh, I go for it anyways. Absolutely, yeah. It's not going to kill you if you fall over. It just laugh and <laughs> shouldn't kill you. <laughs> no, you got no. Some serious, serious and, problems. 
Yeah, and now compare yourself to everybody else in the class, those gurus that can bend yeah. like a pretzel. Well, I did that. I, I, I was in a yoga class. I'm not, I'm, I'm stiff. I'm a stiff board. And I was trying to stretch like everybody else. And I actually like kind of messed up my back from it. So yoga is no joke. And you got you to gotta treat it and respect it. Don't try to stretch like Gumby when you can't even turn your head or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to do what feels comfortable in your body. Exactly. And not yeah. try to over do overdo it in any exercise i've found a classes that i'm like uh that was ridiculous of a workout but you know i'll try it because i did the spartan i did the spartan race years ago and oh, injured yeah. my that but you, you know, injured yourself yeah i did i dislocated my knee doing the spartan race okay it's five miles of obstacle course yeah it's tough everybody's shoving you and then you're full of mud and actually yeah. in colorado and it was like 45 degrees and then they're out with a hose at you and you're like, I'll run just because I want to keep my heart rate up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And nothing hurts because you're just cold. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to attempt it. And then, I mean, and if you couldn't like do the obstacle, like we couldn't get over the freaking wall. We were just so slimy and muddy and yeah. we're trying to like shove each other. Strangers were just shoving each other over walls. And I'm like, I'll just go do burpees. <laughs> Oh, you were allowed to do that? You just... Yeah, you were allowed if you couldn't get the obstacle to just go do some burpees. And I was yeah. like, yeah, so but, you're, you're just slimy because you, like, the first, one of the first obstacles is underneath the bob wire and they're squirting you with a hose. Right. And you're just mud. Mud from head to toe. Yeah. And that, they do that, they know what they're doing. They're, it's torture. They're like, how can we make this uncomfortable right from the start? Let's make them crawl through mud. And then they're cold and slimy the whole time. Yeah. getting getting weaker yeah i mean there's there's you must have seen some amazing athletes out there there's people that take spartan races so seriously oh my gosh yes and at the very end there's the guy with the jousting and you jump over the fire and i'm like are you seriously gonna hit me i just finished this course <laughs> did he get you yeah i was like i was done <laughs> what, did he what did he do you a little joust you know and i'm like oh i jumped over the fire <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was hilarious. And then we signed up for another one. It was like this huge group of us nurses and doctors doing all this. And I injured myself and my son did it. My son ran it so quick. He's like, this was so much fun. Um, well, yeah. And I'm, yeah, you're 18. So yeah, right. <laughs> super easy for you. Stuff like this is going to be fun for you for a while, kid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you don't know when it's like a challenge. <laughs> uh, for, for an adult, it's like going to war. Well, actually, you know what? Colorado is like very much into running and outdoors. So my kids were all in this thing they wanted to do. Um, the bubble run, the neon runs, all these crazy runs. And now I have two kids that are marathon runners. So I'm super proud that um, I'm crappy at running like that, but they've kind of taken it off of it. That's great. That's great. Do they use your uh, aromatherapy? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All the kids um, will use the, the oils for some some sort of whatever. That's awesome. Yeah, after a very long sore workout, if you've ever been, there's some deep blue that really helps with those joints and um, tensions that you get if you overstress your body in a workout. Yeah, yeah. And you guys do serious runners up there. I mean, everyone is known to do a lot of runs up oh, that yeah. way. 
Yeah, definitely. No joke. You have to qualify for it. Yep. Is Uh, there a website for your, all the oils or is it better to learn? It's better to learn and educate, but I can give you the, my, I have two websites. I have my website where I have a blog and my podcast go, and then I have a website for the oils. Okay. Yeah. Let's, um, let's hear what the websites are. Uh, and then we're going to, we're going to wind it down. Yeah. So the website, you can go to that website and you can get to the other website from that one, but holistictravelnurse.com and then you can get to the other essential oil website from there. And there you have a lot of blog posts too that have been written um, where I'll educate on something or, I mean, I did a whole thing on why a lemon essential oil is so like the 20 ways you can use a lemon essential oil. And that's a really cool blog post. And then I have blog posts just for, you know, I go back and forth with my ADHD about nursing and healthcare, and I'll teach about anything holistic. I will talk about, I did a whole thing on your liver and detoxing and getting your liver functioning better. So, okay. Um, I'll do things on kidneys because that's my specialty and it's really easy and people don't understand their organs and how much your, how hard your organs are working and how, what things you could be doing to aid in those organs, you know, yeah. better especially as we age, that's so important, especially with a chronic kidney disease, because people don't realize they are sick and they're sick for a long time and they're doing damage to their kidneys with lifestyle. And they could really make the change um, that will really help them. Yeah, that's something just, I mean, uh, you know, to explore, you know, just look into it, read it. Um, since, you, since that's your specialty, people, um, you know, should take it, take advantage of that and, and hear what you have to say. Um, if, it doesn't seem like it's an issue for you. You move on, but it's something you, you got two kidneys, you know, maybe you only have one. Um, so, you know, you should take care of your kidneys. That's good. Yeah. You should know dehydration will eventually kill you, but it's really oh, yeah. bad on your kidneys. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. When your internal organs are um, being stressed, your whole body completely starts to shut down. Yep. Um, you know, and then people make poor choices. They, they, you know, when they should be hydrating, like a ton of water, they don't really even realize how dehydrated they are. They're instead having soda or coffee or tea. Yep. And it's not, you know, they think they need the coffee. Sometimes your body sends out a signal like, oh, you know, what? I'm just tired. I, I think I just need coffee. But really what they need is to hydrate. That's yep. why they're tired. And, yeah, and caffeine actually, yeah, caffeine is a, de- um, a diuretic and actually then will, can dehydrate you. Yeah. So that's, I mean, this is, this is like easy stuff, but it, it's easily overlooked because we get caught up in our everyday routine or whatever. So yeah. uh, that's right. So you got, so um, people should go check out your, your Sunday 6.30 p.m. class uh, on Zoom. Um, yep. So explain, before you go, explain to people how that works so that they don't get intimidated because um, some people don't know yeah, about Zoom. Yeah, I had a hard time with people understanding Zoom because I use Zoom yeah. and people didn't understand a Zoom. Just like we are on Zoom right now, Zoom is really cool. It's just easy. You click the link. Um, you can do it from your computer or your phone. And then um, if I have a PowerPoint, which I have a lot of them already made, so that I can just share my screen and go over some basic details and safety issues, and then um, answer questions. And really, I, I answer a lot of questions, or I have other people on there that are actually smarter than me. I have a friend who's a board-certified naturopath, and so sometimes she hops on and educates on something, and she's 
much smarter than me. She's got a doctorate degree in naturopathic medicine, so it's super cool. Um, so I get a whole network of people sometimes hopping on. Okay, yeah, that sounds awesome. So yeah, so pe what people would do is contact you. You would get their email, and then you order or send it through the phone. But you would yeah. send it to the email. There's a link. It shows. Okay, this is the meeting. This is the time. Click mm -hmm. this link. If you don't have Zoom, when you click that link, it'll prompt you to download it. Yep. And then it'll just hook you straight up into the meeting. Uh, normally, um, when your meeting starts, your video is off, so nobody can see you. And everybody's going to say, click, click the camera, click the camera. And there's like a line through a camera. You got to click the camera. It's usually bottom left. And then that turns on your video. If people can't hear you, there's an audio button. It usually says join audio or something like that. It's not complicated. You just take your time and people will wait for you. And so it's, yeah, I, I, that's why I wanted to talk about it because uh, sometimes people are like, oh, I don't know anything about Zoom. Forget it. And they don't even pursue what could be a great thing. So it is super, super easy. Yeah, exactly. It's just clinking the link and. And then I can walk you through it sometime or I walk people through it either a messenger or on the phone. I've had to talk to people, walk them through it so I could talk to them on the phone. But I have Zoomed with people from my podcast. From I have someone from Ireland. New, uh, I just talked to someone from Spain, which is totally different time zones. And uh, New Zealand, I have friends in Australia. Yeah. Which is Cool. I have people, those are all some of the people that have been on my podcast from all over the world. It's really cool. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it's fantastic. I, you know, and that's, that's what keeps me doing this podcast. Just, I love meeting people all over the place. And uh, I do too. I love seeing yeah. the culture and the uniqueness of what's going on um, with everyone in their neck of the woods. Yeah. And they're all very unique. We all, we all do need each other. And I think that that's some of the problem right now is some people have been posting on social media that, the isolation and the social distancing can be negative in the emotions. Yes. Um, and so one way to connect with people is join some kind of these groups and learning and educate and get on a Zoom thing. You will feel connected with other people. Yes, definitely. Absolutely, Naomi. Um, so, uh, yeah. So you gave out all your uh, info. Is there anything else before we... Um Wind yeah, down. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give it to you all in the email. I'll send you all the stuff so you can have it in a little. So you can just copy and paste it. That'll make my job a lot easier. That's what I like. What people do to me. That's what I will do for you. Yeah. Okay. Great. So no, thanks I for. Think, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Sorry. Oh, it's all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I, I, this was a great conversation. I think it would be. It's going to be very helpful for my audience. You know, just to talk about some it's slightly out of the box on the on the, our typical topics but uh it's health related and and um i just like the idea of uh having a um you know do some aromatherapy with while you're doing your mace flow or or your training or whatever i think that's just the tip of the iceberg that we got from this but uh, oh yeah i think it'd be very helpful i think yeah. people they would incorporate some amazing essential oils during a workout, they might find they are focused better or yep. breathing even better and have a better workout. There are actually Olympic athletes that are using the oils during training for focus and breathing better. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, they're elite athletes, so they're going to take advantage of anything that works. It's going to help them that 0.5% or 1% more over their 
um, competition. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's a good endorsement right there. Great. Yeah. All right. So I, I think uh, I got to try to get in on one of your Sunday um, meetings. So. Absolutely. I'll send you the link. All right. And great. Fred, thanks so much for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, let me know if you ever want to come back on and stay cool in Texas. If you can. Yeah, dogs are telling us it's over. <laughs> it's over. Woof. I, I speak, I speak some, some wild dogs sometimes. Rrr, woof, woof. <laughs> All right, Daniel. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks. All right, take care. All right.